Hello listeners, just another heads up for all the parents out there and any listeners who aren't fans of strong language. Today's episode I would consider to be PG-13, but this is a wonderful episode where we talk to my good friend Justin of Cinema Demore, and he gives us a real technical breakdown of how to make a podcast. So tune in and enjoy. Welcome to IPA Sessions, a podcast that provides inspirations for practical applications within entertainment. This is a show where I want to give a platform to independent artists out there. I want to make sure that they have a way to put their work out there and help encourage others who might be interested in doing the things that they do. We will cover all different types of entertainment artists within the medium. Today, once again, like the first episode, we're going to be discussing podcasting. And I have with us a very special guest, Justin Morgan of Cinema D'Amore. It is a film podcast, and this is a good friend of mine that I met through previous other shows that I've worked on and done. Justin, take it away. Hi, I'm Justin. I'm happy to be here from uh, the East Coast. Yeah. Talking all the way to the West Coast, coast to coast, talking about podcasts. That's the fun part about podcasting is that you can go anywhere in the world and anyone can listen to you. Yeah, you hail from Zombie Nation, right? Out there in the old PA? Absolutely. Uh, I'm currently (laughs) working right next to the good old Monroeville Mall. Nice. For those of you who aren't huge zombie fans, Monroeville Mall is where the original Dawn of the Dead was filmed. It's where where all the zombie walks started. Yeah, I have in... uh... The real world. I have coworkers from out of state, and I'm like, "You're right next to a very famous mall," and they're like, "What happened in that mall?" I'm like, "Oh, the big zombie outbreak in like '78. You haven't heard of that?" <laughs> That's fantastic. So, Justin, tell me, uh, what is what is it exactly that you do? Uh, tell me a little bit of the the why you do it and all that good stuff. Uh, I've always been a fan of movies. I went to school and started working with other filmmakers in the Pittsburgh area. And there was actually a pretty good bit of, I I do work on things, but I mostly end up in the accounting department and it's okay, but it's not very creative. It's like the least creative department that you could possibly be in on any movie set. (laughs) So with podcasting, uh, it's kind of that release of being able to have conversations about the, about the movies that we watched a little bit of a criticism, which I don't really like the idea of being a critic or I think they get a lot of flack because a lot of critics pick and choose what they're going to like before they get into them a, a lot of times. And uh, so I try to just have a, like a fun little discussion for the most part. And I try not to go too deep into the terminology because I don't want to throw people off. But your podcast is about films in general, right? That's yeah. what you, you cover yes. is just movies. You just, you're a big movie nerd like myself and you cover everything. Well, we said television too, but I, I don't think we've really maybe some TV made for TV movies we went into, but we don't want to like become a straight up twilight zone podcast where, Oh, we're going to do all the episodes of twilight zone. So we just become that for years on end. (laughs) And I know, I know that you are the main host and that our friend Lexi was on in the first episode of this show, uh, who is now one of your new co-hosts for the show. And you work with a third member as well, correct? Yeah. Currently I am working with Lexi and Chuck. We're a three person trifecta of movie discussing. And I mean, along the way it's uh, been quite a transformation. I've worked with three other people that I do not work with anymore, which we can get into, but Hey, if you want to talk about it, uh, talk about it. Everything can be edited out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just if it's a part of the whole why you do this, I mean, everyone's got a story. You all have a way to start. You know, Lexi and I talked in our last episode about the old podcast that I came from and, you know, what we did and how it, you know, didn't quite make it through. But it's on hiatus right now. We're going to be doing some rebooting. Uh, that happens sometimes. So I'm assuming with your show, you went through changes as well because you've been doing it for how long now? Since 2017. That's when we started. That was our like that very first Friday was our first episode of another podcast that still exists called For the Love of Cinema. Cool. Uh, That started first. Maybe two years before that, I had finally gotten really into podcasts. So say like 2014, 2015, I discover podcasts. And I go, oh, hey, I could do this. This sounds fun. And I wanted to... Oh, there were so many different shows. It's like, how do you stay different from the rest of them, but kind of authentic? 
And the way that I did that is I just stopped listening to movie-based podcasts and it's like, well, I can't steal any opinions if I'm not listening to anything else. Right. That seems to be the theme with most people who want to get into podcasting is like, well, I want to talk about movies, you and everyone else. So how do you make it different? Yeah, well, we for a long time, I worked with another guy, Grayson, and he was very different in like his style of movies that that he liked almost bipolar opposite. And he's like, oh, you know, the idea that you have about that podcast, I'd like to do it with you. I was like, okay. I didn't know him too well, and I said, "Let's let's take let's try it. Let's try this thing out." And when we did that, we that initially we were doing brand new movies that were coming out in theaters and discussing them, and it kind of fell apart kind of quickly because I found out that uh, our discussions were not as like authentic as I thought that they were. And what I mean by that is that he was essentially plagiarizing his thoughts like he was going on to wikipedia and whatever the reviews said it'd be like word for word because at the time uh my friend chuck would listen to the like because of how our our schedule was he would be like quality assurance so i'd say hey chuck can you just listen to this episode and just make sure that you know from beginning to end it sounds fine to you and then he was the one that kind of like caught on. He's like, dude, I, I'm looking at Wikipedia, just like browsing while we're doing these things. And it's word for word what these oh, reviews say. You're getting the yellow notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, I, they call them the footnotes, the yellow pages. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. And one day my uh, Grayson's like working somewhere around the area of Pittsburgh and he runs into another friend of mine, James. and they end up talking and James is like, oh man, I'd love to be on a podcast. And he ended up joining and we did a little segment called, it was still part of For the Love of Cinema, but we called it For the Love of Horror. Very quickly, I was like, me and James gel very well. And I thought that there was a really good conversation there. But the more that I tried to work with Grayson, like, uh, I don't know the worst that it got. He really wasn't like, I, I guess like the idea is of finding your way and finding like all, all every time that you create an episode of a podcast, which I'll get into how we do it. Um, of course, they always improve greatly to the point that like, I'm kind of embarrassed if you listen to some of the really old ones. <laughs> uh, they're, they're terrible. I mean, we went from no editing to some heavily edited ones to terrible mics to better mics all a part of the process as well yeah just trying to figure figure it out and not like we don't want to annoy the shit out of people when we're doing our episodes <laughs> but uh yeah it got to a point where i was like you know this this isn't really it, like there's no integrity there for the most part and that's not something that i want and i i found out really early on too that i wasn't enjoying doing brand new movies all that much not because i didn't enjoy new movies but like our very first movie i think that we did was that like triple x th three for vin diesel <laughs> and i'm like if i have to keep doing movies like this i'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> wow so, and i was like i enjoy the old ones i, I kind of enjoyed uh talking about certain themes like the horror ones that I was doing with james i'm like oh we don't have to do horror all the time but like we did a segment on stephen king and i was like this is a, a hell of a lot more fun for me. And uh, October Halloween 2017 is when Cinema de More did its first episode on John Carpenter's Halloween. And we've still been doing Halloween every Halloween, except one of them we did Peeping Tom, of course, you know. <laughs> Great movie. Classic. <laughs> and we'll have how Well, it actually kind of worked out. Well, we thought it was going to work out. The pandemic ruined it slightly. But... We had worked it out where like we did Halloween and then the next year, I think we did the new Halloween, the 2018 one. The following year, we were doing the Rob Zombie Halloweens and we had done all the the other Halloweens in between. And then the following year, Halloween ends was supposed to come out and fall the next year after that kills. I'm like, dude, we got like five years of Halloween movies. Like we're it's almost tradition. We're, <laughs> we're going to be golden. And 
the pandemic pushed them back. So that's uh, why I just peeping Tom's in there. And I don't know because we'll do Halloween kills for our anniversary or sorry, Halloween ends for our anniversary episode this year. And I don't know. I don't know what we move on to our as our anniversary episode after that. But I, I take it a lot of this that happened uh, was sort of a snowball effect that eventually led to just you and Chuck with the show Cinema de Mori. Yeah. Uh, so when we started Cinema de Mori, I felt that I needed at least a third person, maybe a fourth person. And I asked my friends Chuck and Chris if they would be interested in doing it. Uh, not very tech savvy, but usually pretty good with uh, these type of conversation. You know, my friends, we have pretty good conversations. Yeah. And I was like, you know, if I can get their comfort level in a good place, then we can have a good conversation and go from there. And we developed the idea of kind of like what our show is going to be. And our friend James did a movie night like every Wednesday with a, a, a group of friends of his. And they would take a theme and everybody would pick a movie in that theme and they would just all watch it together. And I said, well, what if we take that? And that's kind of the basis of our podcast. And we went from there. So our whole idea is that we have a theme that somebody gets to pick. And then everybody else gets to pick a movie within that theme. Uh, right now, currently, we're doing directors, but it could be anything that you want. Like you could have said, uh, my theme's robots, and the only requirement is that there's a robot in the movie. I, I mentioned in the previous episode with Lexi that you are my kaiju brother, that uh, we have a love for the big monster movies. Uh, yeah. And I love the month you guys did for kaiju film which was great. Oh yeah. And, and that's another fun, fun thing too, because we ended up doing movies that we did the North Korean movie, Paul Gasori. And it's like, I've never seen it. <laughs> it was the first for me. Thanks that. to your and show. Yeah. The whole story behind it's wild, wild. Sometimes my research is just, uh, I'll just watch it, do my best not to, uh, hear any kind of criticism on it whatsoever. Keep myself fresh. But, uh, Paul Gasori had a pretty good book about, it's like called a, Kim Jong-il production and it's all about how they were like kidnapping people to oh, make man. this basically a Godzilla ripoff movie <laughs> and uh, it's part horrifying but the whole book is like super fascinating North Korea at its finest I guess <laughs> yeah I mean you don't know it you can't you can find the film like downloaded on the internet but there I don't think there's ever been an official release because they were like trying to be pretty uptight on all their their art so I don't think that would ever be released by anything. No, cri no criterion. <laughs> well, take me through a little bit more of this process. You know, you, you select your film and you guys watch your movie and then you discuss it. Now, where you are today with your show, uh, who is it that's there? And then what's your process for what you're doing? Right. So uh, we lost a few people and we gained a person. So our current lineup is me, Chuck, and Lexi and the way that we do that do it is that you know we choose this theme we are currently on directors for for like a long time now for the not I say we're going to do it for the entire year but we're <laughs> doing it for at least uh 7 months <laughs> so far like the way that it's scheduled and we decided to continue directors so what we're doing is our theme is a particular director going from there and then we're all just picking a movie within that theme. Currently, we're keeping it pretty relaxed where we're going to do a week off, each do our own episodes. So three weeks of episodes, a week off, and then a new theme. It's not going to get it's not going to be total insanity. Yeah, give your time to have a little break in between. That's nice. Earlier this year, it'd be like, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And then we're doing like five weeks of it. And me and Chuck are like, all right, I guess that's good. Uh, we ended up losing co-host Chris, which I ended up losing within a year. Just um, really good friend, but it, it just like creatively wasn't gelling and I'm still friends with him. And then James recently was like, well, recently is a year ago now, over a year ago. <laughs> Time just flies. Right. Said that he wasn't really like feeling the idea of like podcasting anymore. So uh, we lost him. And uh, like I am, I'm good friends with them still. So it's not like there's no hard feelings towards them. But uh, Chuck, Chuck had to step up. And the biggest thing for him is he's a very quiet person. So I have to I work 
he's a really good convert. Like he's really good at having a conversation and verbalizing his ideas, but he needs a little push. <laughs> That's like his biggest thing. So when we became a two man show for a period of time, we ended up like just kind of just being very in agreement with what we were talking about. So when we moved on to directors, I was like, I don't know, let's pick like one director. And I think almost all our first four directors, we just all agreed on. Like, I have no idea who picked any of them. It was like, I think Chuck would be like, oh, Wes Anderson would be cool to do. And I'm like, done. We're doing Wes Anderson. What movies do you want? Darjeeling, like I picked Darjeeling Limited. And he's like, I was like, what's your second movie, Chuck? He's like, Darjeeling Limited. I was like, that's what I picked. All right, I'll pick two more movies then. So <laughs> it chilled pretty nicely. Uh, so it became that. And now Lexi's on. Lexi was on your podcast beforehand. And... Lexi said, I really like I really like your podcast as a fan and I'd be interested in, in being on that 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 podcast. And I said, honestly, the more help, the better, because I don't want to stress myself out and I want to keep this as fun as I possibly can. And right now I'm pretty much do everything that it takes to create the podcast. So which I will we'll run through. But when I'm working my accounting job. And I'm still putting in like 60 hours a week. It's rough. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, man, why am I doing this? It's a chore now. Yeah, I know for you and me both, we work within the uh, studio industry. It is very time consuming when you have a project going. So podcasting for us has got to be something that you love and enjoy doing. And you got to find the time to do it. You make the time. And yeah, I can totally feel your pain on the struggles of trying to get everything lined up and not trying to burn yourself out and uh one thing I really do like about your show is that you said, you know, you have a conversation. That's something I really enjoy is that these are movies I like. Uh, some of them I've never heard of, though. And I really enjoy those episodes because I'm just listening to a bunch of folks sitting around just talking about the movie. It's not so much a review or a critique as it is a discussion in general of like, well, I like this. I didn't care for this, but I, I had a really good time with this. I, I like the idea they did for that. Sometimes you guys go, it'd be neat if they had done something more like this. It's really neat to see a, a film show where you're just having a conversation about the movie. You're not so much trying to critique it or view it or shit on it or lift it up. You're just talking about it. And I know with Lexi being on there now, it has gotten some really good conversations. Uh, you know, she's learning new things, me listening as, as a, as a listener and a fan, I'm learning certain new things ab about these movies. Uh, and it's because I'm, I'm hearing you guys just have a conversation. I'm not worried about you shitting on something that I like, or maybe tearing down something that I've never seen. And before. we might, it's uh, possible. Hey, look, sometimes a bad movie is a bad movie and you got to have fun with it. But I do like that you have a conversation. I think that's really unique for your podcast. Um, as far as the podcast itself goes, what's your process in creating this? How do you go about doing that? So after we've locked down what our theme is and everybody picks their movie within that theme, that person is the host, which means they're just going to guide the conversation. Doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to edit the episode or do anything else with it in that aspect. So I kind of allow for like, you know, if you want, we try to plan it in enough time that if you need to want to try reading something beforehand, like um, I've had making of books and stuff like that, where I'm like, oh, or I could read. It's an adaptation of a book. I'm like, I could read the book before it comes out and uh, include that. So that kind of falls into possible research the bare minimum is watching the movie you have to watch the movie again you can't go off of uh memory because <laughs> uh memory fails you it does <laughs> i've done it once before where i thought i was a i was pretty i remembered the film pretty good and i didn't have time to watch it and i was like i was very upfront about that i was like okay i haven't seen it i didn't get to rewatch it for this but let's see how we do and then i little tiny things i was like i don't remember that happening in the movie at all so this is now uh the worst podcast uh, ever made but yeah so what we end up doing is i don't try to have a lot of restrictions and there's a we try to read each other the best that we can which i don't think works as easily remotely and we've been recording remotely since we came back from the pandemic yeah. So there was sort of a relearning where I finally had a really good system where I could set us up in person, do a little bit of sound check, make sure that we sound good, make sure we're like everything is perfect. And we could have a really good episode where like, you know, we could read each other's body language and you didn't talk over people so much. 
or any little problems like that. Uh, and then if you had something crazy, like my dog started barking or something, because yeah, we're not in the most professional environment. Uh, we'd be like, all right, let's uh, give it a second <laughs> and start <laughs> over again and just get rid of that spot. But remotely, it's been like rough because uh, we use like, you, you can't hear what the actual recording is going to 100% be like until afterwards. The playback. Yeah, exactly. So like I I can't I have my headphones on so I'm not really hearing I'm I was like as secluded as I possibly can be in my house but you know like my dog will cry and you'll hear it through the whole damn house and I'm like oh shit how long is that or Chuck's by train tracks and he's talking and I'll hear a train go by I'm like Chuck wait you're too used to it but there's a massive train I can't hear you it's honking and all kind of shit right now <laughs> so let's just wait a couple of minutes and uh, continue. So that's like some of the kind of problems that we we run into the mo for the most part. But the thing that we try to tackle, and I don't know if we're always good at it, is I want to be clear on the the basics of the movie that we're discussing. And I think that's our biggest failure is sometimes occasionally we get into a movie and I'm like, wait, we have to back it up because if no one watched this movie, no one has a clue what the hell we're talking about. And uh, we're not trying to not cater to you know, the person only catered to the person that's seen the movie, but, you know, keep it interesting for somebody that wants to continuously listen to our episodes and not be like, Oh, I got to skip over that one. Cause I didn't <laughs> see that movie. Yeah. It's, it's hard to avoid that sometimes too. Uh, tell me what, what do you use to record? Uh, Cause I know that you're not just the host. You're also the editor of this show. What do you, what is your process to record and edit? H how do you go about doing that? And what's the prep time and the, you know, the, the amount of time that it consumes from you and is there any finances involved? Oh yeah. All of the above. How's that for an answer? <laughs> um, <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so the way that we work right now is I have and mix, I edit in logic, which I've been using logic for the last, I don't know, six months. I got it whenever I finally upgraded my computer that I've had for eight years. Before that, I was using GarageBand. I've heard people doing that, yeah. They're, it's pretty much the same program, but I feel like GarageBand, since it's free, they hold back a lot of the features and they make it more difficult to do things. Because when I moved to Logic, I'm like, oh shit, there's a button for this. You could just do that. You could just crossfade here like this. I'm like, this is this is wonderful. I didn't have any of these options before. Nice. So when I record the episode, we use Zencaster. And Zencaster is a nice little program that helps me like record separate audio files with people. And it automatically syncs up the time. So I was like, you know, that's that's perfect. But I also record my own audio separately because actually ends up being like a little bit more clear. Uh, but after that, I'll I'll download these MP3 files. I have them all in their own separate tracks, and I try to first mix it so that we all have like the same kind of sound levels because it's pretty easy for somebody to be like, you know, way kind of far away because they're you yeah. Know, way more relaxed or shouting something. down a hallway mm -hmm. yeah i tend to i tend to talk away from my microphone and i know a lot of people they either talk right into their microphone or you're kind of like me we sit comfortably within range and the first thing you want to do is sync up that audio make sure it's leveled and it's that's the one of the hardest yeah, parts and i mean sometimes it's not so it's like you know more for film but we'll fix it in post like yeah. that's <laughs> i'll fix it in that's kind of what it is because it's like oh shit we're, we're clipping we're too loud or somebody sounds grainy and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah like i have no idea what is go like we had a, a couple months ago me and chuck were recording and like i've went to an xlr microphone and i have a mixer and the, the quality is a it's a lot more crisp than the than the uh, USB microphones. And I was like, Chuck bought a little mixer. And I was like, here, take the microphone that we were using for this and you'll sound better. And Chuck sounded worse. And I'm like, why oh, no. do you sound terrible? Like you shouldn't sound, if anything, you should sound better. And we did two episodes that are like the worst episodes in a long time. And apparently Chuck was recording, but it was rec he didn't have it, his settings right. So he had his microphone set up through the mixer and he was actually recording from the microphone that was 
in his laptop, like that cheap little microphone that just came in his computer. <laughs> and sometimes you work with what you got. His thing, like, well, he didn't know like that that's like where it was recording from. He thought he's talking into a microphone and everything, but it wasn't recording from that microphone. So his computer would fan would kick on and it would sound like a jet's taking off. And I'm like, Chuck, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> that is like the worst sound ever. So we have two episodes that has this stupid ass fan on it. I'm like, if anyone listens to this, they're going to be they're going to be out. There's no way they're going to want to continue on with the podcast. They're going to be like, this is a torture to listen to. And I, I don't want any to do with it anymore but uh yeah so after i i mix us and i try to make us sound good <laughs> uh then i can go into some editing which i try not to like lose the integrity of the conversation the best that i can and depending on time there's is how much that i can do with it like yeah. if i have enough time we're not talking over each other i if i start to say like uh and somebody's still talking i get rid of that shit mm -hmm. fillers which i'm doing my this is the hardest thing to overcome is i say things like like you know all the time um um like yeah but, and uh, everyone yeah. has a filler and it's really hard to overcome because you don't notice it so much and you're like oh shit you do when you spend about eight hours listening to feedback editing it out <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an episode where I say, oh, this is actually pretty good. I don't think I said like at all. Listen to an episode like when you like when you like do that and like that and like this. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And in mixing and editing, I guess you could take that out if it's isolated enough and it doesn't it's not ruining the conversation. I could take that out so I can actually have a conversation where we can sound dumb as fuck and edit it together where we actually sound like pretty confident people ha like having a really sharp conversation i mean i could get us talking like uh i don't know if, if the listeners are familiar with like aaron sorkin yeah. if you watch an aaron sorkin movie like everyone's really intelligent and talks really fast and mm -hmm. it's always like dialogue at like a uh, 100 miles per hour and it's like well researched like no person like this exists there's in the no stuttering world. they're very intelligent people <laughs> yeah i can make it sound like that if i if i have the time right so it's just a matter of mixing that mixing uh music into it which we have a theme song but sometimes i'll mix in audio clips and stuff like that I like that part of your show. I enjoy that. Where I'm like, oh, I, I know this movie. Oh, I, I like this clip. I do have the capability of if we used it, which I think maybe we've only ever done it once, where I could say, hey, let's listen to this uh, opinion that the director gave on this movie and then be like, hey, what did you guys think about that opinion and have a discussion on that? Like, totally yeah. capable of doing that, too. Uh, I've done some episodes where I've done the music live but i found that it's just easier it's still easier <laughs> to just add afterwards because it's like i make this mix and i could have the music way too loud and it's like oh great now i made things more difficult here right and now so all of your editing you do through logic right that's the the software yeah. you use is logic how do you go about uploading it putting it out there how do you get yourself on spotify how do you put yourself out there on apple uh, apple uh, itunes and all those other podcast listening platforms that we use to to listen to so that's where the real fun comes in uh we use a website called podbeam uh, we might end up switching but essentially to have a podcast you have to have these mp3 files and you have to have an rss feed and the feed is like where you would have your you know, however many episodes that you want to be current like if you want to do 50 episodes at a time like that's what we're doing we have this feed, which is essentially like, I don't know how to describe it, like a broadcast feed. It just That's has the X amount of last episodes on there. So when you're setting up something with Apple Podcasts, you basically have to set it up for review and they check it out and they're like, yep, it's legit. It's good. Uh, you have an Apple podcast now. And then after you have that feed, it's just as simple as like people are like Pandora exists. Fine. Setting it up on there iHeartRadio, sure, sounds fine. <laughs> and I don't always know what everybody listens to. I feel like the number one thing is probably Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I think those are like the two. That's what I go to. Yeah, those yeah. two. 
Those are my go-tos. You know, now that you've gone through the technical of everything, and for those of the of you listening, this is just one way. This is how Justin goes about putting Cinema Demore out there. So Logic is a good software system that you can use. Um, you can go through Podbean. But, you know, feel free to do your own research. Look into other ways to get out there because it is possible. If Justin can do it, so can you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So can I. And now we're going to have a little bit more fun. Uh, I want to talk to you kind of the challenges that you face. Uh, and you may have answered some of this question with a little bit of the history of what you had to go through, but to you, what would you say was probably the biggest challenge or hardest thing you had to do to overcome while working on your project? There's two things that I feel like I'm still working on the hardest. And one is I oddly picked a, I I was like, Hey, let's do a thing where I'm constantly talking. And I think I'm that person that everyone is. I don't enjoy the sound of my voice. I <laughs> I wouldn't be the ideal host. So like I've never seen myself as a host, but it's just like oh, I don't have ever anyone else. So I guess I'm gonna have to do this myself. <laughs> Here you are hosting. Uh, yeah. So that and kind of like communication is how I would put it. Communication in general. Uh, we can always get better. I feel like I I think that oddly from doing a lot of podcasts, uh, they're not just that it's therapeutic, but it really helps me being able to construct ideas. I realize I talk like William Shatner and, and when I'm recording things, like everything's <laughs> really broken down. But um, that's called thinking about what you're saying before you say it, which apparently uh, I didn't do before. So, My God, it must be difficult sometimes <laughs> yeah. to do that. You're like, what's wrong with that person? <laughs> I don't want to sound stupid, so I sound stupid by you know cutting out a lot of shit. And, uh, that's that's one aspect of it, and then the other aspect is like I always so I want everything to sound the best that it can. Like I I don't want anyone to get on listen to our podcast. And some really bad audio just kind of like ruining the whole thing. And yeah, we run into that all the time because when we record remotely, uh, everything changes. Like it's really hard. I can't do a sound check like the way that I'd like to do a sound check. It's hard to do live editing. Yeah, I'm just trusting the audio is as good as it can be. And if I have bad audio, like I'm not re-recording anything. I'm just like, <laughs> fix it in I'm post. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to fix it the best that I can. There you go. Like we've had recently on our podcast where Lexi's like, I'm so quiet. What's going on? I'm like, I don't fucking know, but I'm I'm working with what I got here. <laughs> I'll um, do the best I can. Because we'll get on Zencaster like we're talking now. And how do I sound? I'm like, you sound fine. I can understand what you're saying, but I don't know what the audio is going to sound like. when I It's a gamble. Like, like, for example, I have like a glass of water here with me. No, no ice in it at all. The way my microphone is, I like lean out of the, you know try to drink it from the side or I can mute myself temporarily. If I'm going to have to edit you sipping water, basically that's what this is what's going to come down to. <laughs> yeah. But like the reason I brought it up is because I've had episodes where, you know, I say you can drink, but no fucking ice because <laughs> we can't have that clinking. Oh man. And you cannot eat. You can't eat. Uh, I'd have people eating and it's like, you can't hear them uh, when you're talking like this, but when you get that recording, you sound like you're inside the person's mouth. And I'm sure that somebody loves that, but I don't love that. <laughs> You'd be surprised when you're not trying to record ASMR, when yeah. people come on your show and record while they're talking with food in their mouth, you get some really good ASMR you didn't want. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, I'm inside someone's mouth right now that I don't want to be in. <laughs> Thank you for that. And I, I want to ask you something else now. Um, something that was more unexpected for you to deal with while working on your podcast, maybe something that you learned in the moment. Is there anything that you can pull from experience that you can share with us? Was there anything unexpected that you weren't thinking you were going to get out of doing this podcast? So I feel like going kind of back into like the communication idea or like the creative aspect. And I know that sounds really vague. You get this kind of like this sharpness and you kind of build your confidence as things go along. And you kind of have to have the, the knowledge of like, we're going to, this doesn't work. I don't like be, you have to find out not, not just what you want to be, but who you are as weird as that sounds, because if you try to be something that you're not, it doesn't come off as authentic. So a lot of times, like I'm not extremely note heavy. I'll do, you know, bulletins to type like the, like let's talk about this, 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 and this maybe, but I let the conversation like guide itself. So not 
kind of letting things happen in a natural way is always going to make things sound better. So I think from the aspect of like what I've learned <laughs> or learned in like the process and about myself is just kind of like trusting in others and trusting that this that things will work out with like uh, trust is a huge thing. Like yeah. trust is like a very important thing. And I think that goes beyond the creative side into your personal side. And it's like, you need to surround your pe- yourself with people that you, you can trust. Is there anything, I guess, discouraging that you've had to deal with and overcome or resolve any hard realities that you had to face. Uh, I know you've brought up a few, like you said, the trust is a, is something, you know, having friends that you work with probably is, is something and having to understand the difference between professional and, and friendship. Is there, oh, yeah. is there anything you can think of a hard reality you've had to face doing this? Constantly. First of all, it's basically a full-time job. It is a lot more work than you think that it's going to be. And I'm not trying to say that to be discouraging, but... We're here to be honest, so I appreciate yeah, it. Anything that you create that is like, you know, if you're making a movie or you're making some music, a lot of times... Like, the artist made a three-minute song. It didn't take them three minutes to do this song. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> a lot of time to that, make that music. Yeah. So that's kind of like what we're running into there, where like I've had, you know, I'm busy and I'm trying to mix things at night. And I'll be like, my wife's like, what? how long was that podcast? You're working on it every night. I'm like, it's going to be like a 40-minute podcast. It's going to be like so short. But um, yeah, it's like once you finally get into it, like, it, it's time consuming, time consuming, depending on how well you want it to sound. And I've had it where I'm like, sounds good enough. I know that it's not the best conversation, but I, I can't put any more time into it. So time's the biggest hardship. And especially when you're not getting paid for it. <laughs> it's not right. my job. If I got paid for it, I am very confident at this point from doing it for so long that I could make a pretty decent episode. Like I'd have more time for research. Uh, I would be able to get, you know, have more time mixing it and get rid of the shit that just does not gel right and doesn't help the conversation flow. Uh, but then beyond that, it's other people like, I don't know, you don't want to take on everything because you don't want to get burnt out, which I that's what I tend to do. I'm like, just do everything. I'm glad that you brought up finances, actually, because uh, I was going to ask you, yeah. do you have any kind of financial benefits from this? Do you get any gains out of this? Is there some small encouragement in that department or is this basically a hobby that you really love doing is that uh as of now it's a hobby i would love to get paid for it uh we've looked in the avenue of doing like patreon and stuff like that yeah and part of me says people deserve a better product before they start paying (laughs) for it (laughs) uh like i feel really bad that if it was like uh you know you pay the lowest fee of you know one dollar a month and you can listen to all our old episodes, have access to them whenever you want. <laughs> I feel like, well, I, I don't even know if all of them combined are worth a dollar. But uh, uh, yeah, I feel bad about that kind of thing. Or like, I mean, I guess if we really took off and people were really interested in it, like I don't like I've seen some Patreons where it's like, if you pay $2,000 a month, you can get a producing credit. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, you're ripping somebody off right there. Um, <laughs> they're definitely a producer. <laughs> they're, they're definitely a producer. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to say that it's necessarily a money pit, but you know, every so often we upgrade things and it's costs that we haven't recouped. It's out of your own pocket. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes a hobby and it all comes down to just doing our best to, to sound better and better and better. And work on it there. But yeah, absolutely never signed up for like, we don't have ads. So, I mean, that's a nice thing. You don't have us cutting out in the middle of the episode with a some sort of advertisement. But uh, honestly, most podcasts that I listen to, it's not a problem to listen to a Blue Apron podcast, uh, <laughs> commercial for like 30 seconds in the middle of it. Yeah, come on, Blue Apron. How do we get you? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I usually use Apple Podcasts for everything. There's like a 15 second skip button. You can skip through those commercials if you want to. Right? You hit it like twice, you're through the damn thing. There you go. But yeah, the the hardship there, like financially, I've I guess we've never really had a problem because we would split the cost of what we need for Podbean, which honestly not that expensive. It's like a hundred dollars plus tax a year, and we would always split it with how many members we have. So it it wasn't overly expensive to do that. 
And then when we started, we each had basic USB microphones that, I mean, I think somebody had one that was $30. Hey, that's me. Yeah. And no, and like I, I, I had a Yeti that I don't remember what I spent on it. May, maybe a hundred dollars, you know? And so we worked with that for a long time and, you know, we, you fun, run into all kinds of technical things. Cause like I had that microphone. I'm like, Oh, this microphone actually sounds really good. Everyone bought you know, the same microphone. But then when I tried to hook up three of these microphones, the computer couldn't figure out the difference. <laughs> and I was like, thinking it was all the same microphone. So podcasting is definitely more of an investment than it is uh, a gains, so to speak. Yeah, honestly, uh, well, first, first, like, you have to do this because you enjoy being creative. You enjoy having the discussion. If you think that you're going to make money, you might make money. But I'm going to say that it's going to take a long ass time to make money and get yourself there. So if you're trying to do like a get rich quick scheme, like unless you're close friends with like Leonardo DiCaprio or something that you can throw on <laughs> your episode. Uh, I don't think that, um, yeah, I still have no idea what people like. I will have an episode that'll be like so popular out of the blue. And I'm like, I have no idea what the appeal of that episode was. <laughs> it's probably like the worst movie ever too. You're like, why, why is everyone watching this one? Like Listening we did one? an episode on midsummer, which was, I was loved hereditary and we saw it theatrically and did like a oh, bonus episode that didn't fit into that theme hereditary. And the episode itself was like, okay, we had guests on and the conversation was all right. And then it just takes off where it's like, it's getting like so many downloads. Sometimes it would be like, we'd have a new episode and it wouldn't get as many downloads as midsummer did that, that week. And I'm like, midsummer is the old episode. Why is it? <laughs> doing so well and then at the end of the day like you can look at on podbean we can look and see like what episodes were the most listened to and like we've had some episodes get up to like i don't know like 150 downloads or something like that that's impressive and midsummer midsummer's at like 700 it's like way higher than like the rest of them i'm like are people accidentally <laughs> downloading this like what is what's happening um, Where are these uh, commercial ads now for Midsommar? How come you're not getting these plugs? <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea where it's like. I'm like, now they're probably disappointed because they get into another episode and they're like, it's not Midsommar. <laughs> well, tell me something. Uh, what is your most valuable takeaway that you've learned from your experience in podcasting? What's the most valuable thing that you've learned? Kind of reiterate some of the things I already said, but it would be surround yourself with people that you can trust. Uh, you can always work on yourself. Like, yeah, I don't think that there's ever you're ever going to reach perfection. But honestly, like if I did podcasting for a couple of years and then never again, like I definitely feel like it's helped my communication skills in the real world somewhat. Uh, you get that random phone call, you know, at work and it's like I can actually work with this because uh, there's a huge aspect of winging it in the podcast and, you know, trying to keep things on track or not know exactly where they're going because you kind of want things to sound natural. So that's fair. Yeah, it's a lot of like it doesn't take you don't have to you can not you could have the cheapest equipment in the world and you could be doing this for free. And you got to enjoy it and you can probably still have a pretty good conversation. And my advice would definitely be to, if you're interested in it, just, just do it. And you're just going to get better as it goes on. Like, I don't think it's worth like taking your time to try to perfect it before the first thing comes out. I mean, I've, I've had the thought that I'm like, we're, we're at a point where like, maybe we should just rename the podcast and make our first episodes be like oh yeah this sounds pretty solid right out the gate and it's like nope they have over 200 and or 300 episodes right now and uh well i feel like that is, that answers my my next question which was going to be if there's anything that you could say to anyone looking to do what you do what would it be and i i feel like you said it there <laughs> yeah that's it just do it just do it and uh, criticism is like a hard thing too like I I had one where like you're always like rate and review us. No one ever does that. So hard. Uh, <laughs> you're like 
I, I just want to know what people think. Can I just give you four stars without telling you why I gave you four stars? Uh, that's better. That's fine, too, if people will do that. But then it's <laughs> like, oh, I love this. It's my favorite podcast. And it's like my grandma wrote it. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, <laughs> hey, that's a good supporter right but there. Yeah. Also, though, too, like I've had there was like one really mean one on. It's still there. It's on Apple it's it's calls us like like a terrible podcast it's like one star and i'm like it has to be somebody that hates me like there's no way that somebody just casually listened to this and is that angry about the 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 mediocreness of the podcast you know what i appreciate that they took the time to still give you a rate and a review that's right. a plus. Like that still counts, right? That's expi- yep. inspiring. <laughs> yep, and they might not be wrong either with their critiques. So. Well, this this takes me into sort of my my last question here. Uh, what's your drive? What what motivates you to do this? Because you just went through all the hardships, and and you've had some good good times, obviously. So, what drives you? So I think more than anything, I mean, I am not a great planner. Where I'm like, this is exactly where I want to be in the future. Because I work in filmmaking and I know that (laughs) you don't always end up exactly where you want to be, but you find a place that kind of works well for you. And I feel that it's kind of like becoming routine and consistency is the best thing because I I don't want to take a lot of time off. If I take a time off, you can become a little rusty. So my drive is more about like, how can I make this better? Like constantly, what can I do to make us sound better? And sometimes it's also like mentally better. Like what can we do to be make this easier on ourselves too, where we don't have people walking away because they just hate doing it. And uh, yeah, like that is like something that's like, I mean, I don't think it's at the end result money or anything like that. And I don't necessarily know how long I'll be doing this. I mean, it's been what we're getting close to five years now of doing well. Technically, we would kind of be over to five year mark if I'd stuck with the original podcast. But I don't know. Am I doing this in five more years? Ten years? Am I still There's recording? Plenty of content. Yeah, I also think it's funny too because like I've had people say, "Oh, your pod." I, like I don't want to listen to it at work. Like I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> so I'll be like, "Here, here's my my podcast. If you want to listen to it, but let's." Uh, that's not played in front of me because it's kind of torture to have to like hear myself. So they'll, they'll be like, I listened to it. You have like 200 episodes. I'm like, yeah, we're pretty consistent about it. It's not <laughs> brand new. And then people will be like, uh, I want to start from the beginning. I'm like, you definitely don't. You definitely <laughs> don't want to start from the beginning. We used to number our episodes. Uh, I guess they're still numbered on like Apple. It'll be like, this is episode 250 or something like that. Well, congratulations, Justin. You're a part of my early episodes. You're number two right now. So let's see how this looks a year from now. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if it aged well. Uh, some <laughs> things I've been really proud of like my friend nick he does the geeky nerd podcast and i'm supposed to be on it again i'm probably letting him down um because he's like when are we doing this and I'm like, hey, we uh, just gave him a free plug shout out to geeky nerd yeah he he changed his podcast up a few years ago where that podcast is that he has a guest and they talk about something that they're really passionate and nerdy about and for that very first episode i, I was the very first guest and we did the beastie boys and it was fun because I like curated the music to, that we talked to and we did talked about and we did it live. That's cool. And I've listened to that episode before. I like I still have the playlist that I made for it. And I was like, I'm actually think that's a pretty fun episode. And I mean, it kind of opened my eyes to what we could do in podcasting too. Yeah, I mean, the avenue doesn't necessarily have to be filmmaking. It just has to be whatever your you're interested in like i don't know like it could sound pretty boring but somebody else is gonna like it right well justin thank you so much for coming on today and just sharing with us the the trials and tribulations that you go through to make your podcast i appreciate it and you know now that we're done plugging someone else's show why don't you do us a favor and tell us where we can find cinema demori and anything else that you'd like to plug or add please have at it this is your this is it for you. This is your moment. This is it. It's at the end. This, this is, is the it. end of my life. That's right. This is it. This is moment. You only got one shot. Don't screw it up. Uh, yeah. Podcast. I'm a podcast. Cinema Demore. We're. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. 
we do advertisements kind of poorly, but at least you know what's coming up, which helps. Like, so there's some sort of advance notice as to we're going to be covering this if you want to listen to the episode beforehand. But you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere pretty much. Pandora, I think we're on Google still. Google switched things up. And Podbean, if you go on to cinemademore.podbean.com, there you have access to literally every episode that we've ever done. If you do it elsewhere like Apple, then you're going to get like the last 50 which is probably enough. Like, I don't think that you want to start from the, honestly start from the beginning. But if you want to, like, on it, if that is actually kind of a good experiment, if you want to go back, listen to the very first episode of John Carpenter's Halloween, and then listen to how we've evolved into something else, I'm sure that's kind of interesting. Just listen to every Halloween episode? Yeah, well, they we did a couple different spurts for how we've done that. But yeah, every anniversary episode to see, like, do we actually sound better? And uh, I, I think that we do. Hey, I liked your last episode. It was great. The Peeping Tom one. I enjoyed that. <laughs> well, thank you again. And thank you out there, listeners, for tuning in to IPA Sessions. I hope that you found this inspirational. Uh, I hope that this gave you something to look into. And like we stated before, this is just Justin's way of doing it. There are many other ways to go about making a podcast. You can do the research. You can take the time. If you're passionate about it and you're driven, like Justin said, you got you to gotta want this. So I hope that you find something valuable in this. And Justin, thank you for being on with us today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Rate and review Jacob's podcast. Hey, and there we go. Rate specifically and name me if I, if you've, if I inspired you in some way, I, I have a hard time believing that I would, but I don't know. Like I'd be pretty impressed if one person's like, oh yeah, that Justin episode. Yeah. Go on cinema DeMori and rate and review Justin. <laughs> well, I'm talking about your podcast. Like it is podcast too. So yeah. Rate us both. We'd appreciate it. Get us yep. out there. Subscribe. That helps a lot. Yeah. We, we need the ball trimmer uh, commercials. That's what we need. <laughs> we need some manscape plugs. Come on guys. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you as always. And to everyone else out there, this has been IPA Sessions. Thank you and stay golden. Thanks for tuning in to IPA Sessions. To help support this podcast, please rate and review and click that subscribe button to follow for new bi-weekly episodes. And if you're an independent artist out there looking to promote your work or yourself, please reach out to me via social media at IPA Sessions on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also reach out to me via email at IPA Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you felt inspired.